hello, hello. A welcome back, angels, for another week. I'm just going to be super real with y'all and let you know off top. I feel like this is going to be a short episode. I've been PMSing like a motherfucker for a solid... It hasn't even been like a week before, you know, my period's supposed to start. It's been like 10, 12 days. Everything is either making me super irritated and pissed off or like I cry at everything else. It's one or the other. There's hardly any in between. And it's a hot mess over here. So, you know, like always, we're rolling with the punches and that's how this week's going to go. I want to just get straight into Bachelorette recap for this week because to be honest, there was a lot of things that were brought up throughout the episode that were very relatable to me and that I felt on a very deep level. So I think I'm just going to kind of expand that Bachelorette talk to the whole episode and kind of filter in a lot of my own thoughts and commentary about some of the other things that were expressed and shared. And yeah, so let's get into it. Michelle's first one-on-one date this week was with Martin, Mr. Frosty Tips himself, who I've never really been a fan of. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was really, really funny that at the very beginning, literally Olu, I think, was the one to comment about how Jamie and Martin, Frosty Tips, were really close and so, like, Martin seemed snaky too. And Michelle even said that she knew that they were close. So she kind of felt a little like, hmm, like, was he on Jamie's side? How does he feel about the whole situation and him going home? I said, like, two weeks ago, when Jamie was talking shit at that rose ceremony, Martin was one of the people he talked to. And Martin did not stand up, speak up, say a goddamn thing. And I knew from that point, like, no. Like, no, 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 no. He can try to, you know, create this relationship with Michelle and finagle things and do whatever. But I didn't trust him then. I don't trust him now. And I hate his fucking bleach blonde tips. His eyes, though, are very beautiful. I think this is the first time that you really got to see, like, his full facial features and not just what stands out, which is mostly that fucking disgusting bleached hair. Anyways, really nice eyes, really poor conversation from the beginning. Like, I I don't know. Men just don't think sometimes. And, and I'm sorry that that's a blanket statement, but, like, there's not often a lot of thought process behind certain comments made or intention behind comments made and actions taken sometimes it's just it's it's very frustrating I really felt like their one-on-one date or at least what was put into the episode it flew by so quickly I actually thought she was going to send him home like right away I was super surprised at the kind of turn of events going into their dinner part of the date. I do feel like they had a nice open conversation and she got to kind of see where he's coming from and why he, you know, handles situations the way he does. So I can see why, you know, it got to the point that she did decide to give him a rose. However, do I think he'll last? Probably not. I I just think there's something there that's like, "Mm, it's, it's not... It's not going to work probably because Michelle knows what she wants and what she wants from someone. Not to say that she herself 
will not still want to continue to grow or has growth to be had, shared, whatever. But I just don't feel like he's really up to speed with what she's looking for. So, again, we'll see how that plays out. Um, The group date was very frustrating to watch. I actually really felt for Michelle. Boys are just dumb sometimes and, like... It's so funny that they were so excited for this slumber party, something that typically is seen as, like, very girly and feminine. And especially the different activities that they were doing. It's like, yeah, they had food and they had candy and all that. But then they had to, like, stuff bears. Like, they were doing Build-A-Bear shit. And, um, like, getting their feet in a little, like, massage bubble bath. Whatever those little foot spot things are called. I don't know if there's actual, like, a technical name for them. But they seem to enjoy it a little bit too much. And it obviously was upsetting for Michelle to not feel like anyone was trying to make time for her or pull her side. I I can really, really relate to being in a situation where you feel like it's pulling teeth just to try to get, whether it's like multiple people or like one specific person, to give you the attention and time that you want. It's not always easy. And beyond that, it can be difficult to bring it up because there's a little bit, I think this can be kind of controversial because I think it's something that women tend to do a lot. And I'm sure there are men who do it as well. But it's like if there's something that is lacking or that you're needing from a person, relationship, or any sort of situation, there are times where it is easier to just be up front and say, like, this is what I want or need. And then there are times where you, like, really hope and and want the person to just know to give you that or to have the awareness that, like, that is something that you need. Obviously, this is something that I have struggled with because I do have a lot of times where I feel like I I've made certain things known about, like, what it is I want, what I'm looking for, what I need from a partner or someone else to feel like things are functioning accordingly, especially, I mean, I'm just speaking on my end, you know? And so when that's not given, it's like, okay, but like, I don't want to have to ask for it, especially not consistently. You know, it's one thing for it to be an issue, you to bring it up, it to get resolved. And then that's that. But when it's something where you're constantly like, okay, but like how many times have I stated that this is what I need? I feel like that's kind of where Michelle is coming from. And maybe not necessarily in the way where she has flat out said to these men, like, this is what I need and this is what I'm looking for. But kind of, because as she even brought up, when they had the poetry date, her poem was all about that and how, you know... To her future partner, husband, whatever, like these are things that are important to me and that I am looking for. So I I am with her in her frustration and feel for how upset and emotional she got over the situation because I have been in a similar place and I know, you know, how how much of a back and forth you can have with yourself internally about like, am I asking for too much? Like, is this not something that is feasible or is it just that it's not 
being paid attention to because she even said too she didn't think it was intentional that the guys were kind of distracted by the group date however of course what you're going to be looking for is for like someone to stand up and stand out and like actually make a move now we'll get into this a little bit later but I do think there was maybe a few like a small portion of the guys that were on that group date that did kind of have little moments with her or try to and maybe she just wasn't getting what she was looking for from specific people that she was looking for it from if that makes sense again we'll get more into that later because it kind of leads to something else I do really really have to commend her for eventually like saying you know, what she was struggling with and speaking up and having that conversation with the gentleman that continued on to the latter part of the group date. Obviously, if you watched, as you guys may have seen, a lot of the men, you know, kind of took it hard because they felt like, wow, I fucked up or like, I, you know, like, damn, I didn't do my part to like make her feel special, whatever, as they should have. I really, really was moved by Olu, though. I feel like he has been someone who I've noticed since the beginning, but I think he is starting to come out of his shell a little bit more, and it is nice to see him get a little bit more airtime. Not that that's, like, what he's going for, but as a viewer, I do appreciate and enjoy seeing, like, people who feel genuine to me and who I've seen, like, you know, little actions throughout this whole time say a lot about how I believe their characters I enjoy seeing him on the screen more he kind of told Michelle even I actually even before he had his time with Michelle he was speaking to the other guys and you could see that he was emotional about it and I'm sure at first it was kind of like okay well why like what is this for show or like why is he doing all this when he spoke with Michelle he discuss the fact that he has I think four sisters he said and he's had to be the person in his sister's lives many times to kind of give that gentle reminder that oh I'm sorry that's a hiccup (laughs) that you know they are beautiful and special and loved and that they are seen see and seeing him I feel like I'm saying the word see I'm doing a lot of s's so if this is sounding like a mess you guys already know God, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, seeing him talk about that with Michelle and how it, you know, how much it hit home to him was really, really nice to see. I do feel like they had a special moment and she ended up giving him that group date rose, which felt deserved in my opinion. I feel like if I was in her shoes, I probably would have done the same thing because it was like she described it to be a very powerful moment between the two of them. And I felt like you could feel that through the TV screen. There are times where emotions arise, especially when it's from the guys and you're just kind of like, Oh my gosh, cry me a river. And then there are other times where you're like, wow, this was a moment like this. I can feel a lot of empathy towards this person because the way they're expressing themselves feels genuine and true and I'm in that with them currently and I felt that with Olu I was really excited that he had that moment and I'm hoping to see more 
Moving on to the second one-on-one date was with sweet, sweet Rick and his puppy dog eyes. Her little lettuce wrap, as she called him later on in the night, which I actually thought was so fucking funny because if you guys don't remember, he literally sat in a box with his head popping out of like a dining dish the whole first night. Oh man, I believe we talked about it then, but it's like, there's those stunts that some of the guys do at the very beginning that is just like, oh my God. But it definitely is a way to get remembered. And I think he has been someone who's done a very good job of like making himself stand out that first night and and be remembered, but also showing up week after week and being there for her and reminding her that he's there for her. I really, really, really enjoy Rick. Now, do I necessarily think he will be the one for her? I don't know. I think he'll be somewhere around like top six-ish. Um, but I think we'll probably see him hopefully in paradise next summer. And I really, really do think that he'll find someone there because there are plenty of other people within Bachelor Nation that also are very genuine people looking for love. And I think he'll find the connection that he's looking for there, hopefully. Now, their date was so funny to me, and not funny in a little ha-ha way, but more like just ironic, because currently they are in Palm Springs, Indian Wells area, which is a place that I'm very familiar with, in case you guys don't remember, it's something that I'm sure Marissa and I used to talk about previously in past episodes, but we both grew up in California, I I mean, we both grew up in Southern California to be specific, but I grew up a little more South than she did. So I wasn't too far off from the desert and have, you know, vacationed down there many times with family, with ex-partners, friends, all of the above. Um, I've been down there for work. Like it's, it's a place I'm very familiar with. And it's so funny because they literally went on, I don't even know what, what it's called. They went on one of those little lift things. Um, God, I'm going to get this so messed up. Okay, but when you're in Palm Desert, there is a spot where you can take the lift up to the San Jacinto Mountains, which is what they did. I have been on that lift with an ex-boyfriend of mine when we were vacationing in Palm Springs. And let me tell you, it is terrifying like absolutely terrifying it's so funny because it was just them two so I feel like it I don't know if it made it better or worse because it's like they could be distracted and like zoned in and focused on just each other so that they didn't have to really think about everything else going on with them being propelled 8,500 or no is more than that 8,500 8,500 feet. Yeah, 8,500. Okay. Wow, I'm stupid today, guys. I'm sorry. It's the PMS. Um, anyways, they're really high up, and it's scary, okay? <laughs> um, however, typically, when you when you go do that, like, if you're just an average Joe Schmo and you go to do that in the desert, ooh, and now there's a voice crack, in the desert, there tends to be, like, a larger group of people that go in with you. I think the capacity for it is somewhere between like 15 to 20. Like there's a lot of people that are typically in that lift with you. So you would, one might think "Mm, the more people, the more it'll be easy to get distracted and you can kind of vibe off other people, you know, like typically if someone within a smaller group 
you know, gets in a frenzy and starts panicking, it kind of sets off that energy with the rest of the group. How, on the other hand, though, if you see like calmness displayed throughout the group, it kind of is reassuring to you and like might make you feel more calm. I'm one of those people. I do not handle heights well. And it was so scary to have to like do something like that. I'm always trying to do little things like that because I do want to eventually like conquer my fear a little bit. However, I'm still a chicken. And it was kind of shown in the video footage of them going up. But just to let you guys know, like there are these larger towers um, that the lift has to pass through on the rails, right? Because I'm sure it's for stability and other stuff. A lot of mechanics and engineering shit that I don't really know anything about. But as you pass through each tower, I think there was like three, no, there has to be like four or five the whole way up. The whole lift like kind of shakes back and forth a little bit. Like one of those um, little lifts on a Ferris wheel that moves around. In case you guys have ever seen one of those. it It's pretty scary. I could not stop thinking about that every time I saw like one of the towers in the background or as they were passing it. And then even when they got to the end and it kind of like jolted and they were like, oh, whoa, it, no, it is for real like that. So it can be pretty scary. However, it is absolutely beautiful when you get up there. I really don't think it even did it justice at all from what was shown on their date because, well, maybe, I mean, I guess different times of the year, it could be a little bit different because for them, when they got up there, you know, they're in like this forest, woods, and the mountain, lots of trees, nature, all of that. When I was there, there was snow up in the mountain. So there was something about it that just made it more magical, of course. Um, but if you guys are ever in the Palm Springs, Palm Desert area, I would highly recommend that as something fun to do with friends, family, or a partner, a loved one. It is really nice. Um, so yeah, that's just my little aside for that. Obviously, they talked a lot about some really, really deep shit. And I think it was really nice to see more of that from Rick. I feel like you can tell just the way he, you know, the way he talks, the way he holds himself, holds himself and like moves around. You can tell that he is a thoughtful person. He has this look in his eyes. He always has these like sad puppy dog eyes. Like you can tell there's just more behind the screen there that we're not really getting. And I think a lot of that was explained and explored a little bit more in their one-on-one date, which is really nice to see. Another part that I found so relatable, there were so many relatable moments for me specifically watching this week's episode. He talked about his family life situation and you know, some things that had happened with his dad, parents specifically, and how, you know, some things that got brought up up and the date really hit home for him. One thing he said later on when they had, I believe it was when they were at the dinner portion, he said that one of the biggest challenges for him was seeing someone that he like loved or cared for be in a bad space mentally or, you know, a negative space and not being able to help them. And that shit is so hard, y'all. Like, it it really, really is. I know that this is probably something a lot of people can relate to and have probably had moments themselves of. 
but there's nothing worse than when someone you care about is struggling and there's just nothing you can do besides try to be there to uplift them. I know a lot of the times for me, especially, it doesn't feel like enough. Even if they're expressing that, like you just being there to comfort them does help. If it's something that is like a constant for them, it's really hard to see the people you care for in those positions and not be able to just like, I do A and B is the outcome and then everything's better, if that makes sense, you know? That's just not how it works. So it can be rough. And again, I found that extremely, extremely relatable. The last thing I wanted to say, I'm not even going to get into all the BS that happened in the rose ceremony because it really was just dumb and pointless. And I wish that for Michelle's sake, this season could move on without any further drama because I feel like there's been so much constantly. And there always is with these shows each season, whether it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like, there's almost always something every week until it really gets dwindled down to like the last few people like hometowns. Anyways, like I said, I don't really want to get into it, but I do have to just comment going back to Rick. Every time he's offered the rose, he says, yes, please. And then one manners and like so polite, but also I love that he's doing it because I feel like it's his way of saying like, I will always want this from you. Like, please, yes, give it to me because this is what I want. And that is really, really big and important and special, in my opinion. And I'm sure it feels that way for Michelle, too. (sighs) Well, that's, again, really all I have this week. I know I told you guys it would be short. I think I actually went a little bit longer than I thought I would. So I'm kind of surprised and a little astounded that I can spend a solid half an hour just about talking straight about The Bachelorette. I know I kind of had my little like one-off asides and kind of bunny trailed because obviously there were certain parts of the episode that reminded me of other things. But yeah, that's pretty much all I can give y'all this week. That's all that I can wring out of myself. I am off to honestly probably just go take a bath and fucking go to bed (laughs) I I say that and it's like literally like 7 30 o'clock at night I'm just a grandma now and this is the life I live um I also have to kind of prep myself and go a little bit easy on my body because my birthday is next weekend as you guys are hearing this we are seven days out and I am so pumped but also like I want to be able to go hard and right now I don't feel like I can So, got to mentally and physically prepare for that, which is what I'm going to be doing tonight and the rest of this week. I hope you guys have a lovely, lovely weekend, and I will talk to you next week. As always, you know where to find us as far as streaming, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please give us five stars, leave a review, and... Fly Society at Instagram. I am trying to be better at posting, but again, when I'm having off weeks like this, it's really hard to get the shit together. So I'm, I'm again, I'm doing what I can, doing what I can. Thank you so much for listening, Angels. I love you as always. See you later.